And I'm delighted to have with me Valerie Ellis, who's a therapist specialising in relationship counselling. Hello, Valerie. How are you? I'm very well. A little bit chilly, but well. Thanks, Graham. I know. Yes. You got any advice about the cold weather then? <laughs> Keep warm, <laughs> lots I suppose. Of stay in, lots of layers advice. and stay indoors. Okay. <laughs> yes, well, I know this week we're we're, we're going to steer away a bit from Christmas because we're so close to it now. But uh, we're going to talk about volunteering. Mm, I wanted to particularly focus on what you get from the experience obviously as a volunteer you're thinking about what you can give which is lovely but volunteers get a lot from volunteering as well right and i believe you used to get involved in a a volunteer shop well i was i worked for the ymca in brisbane in australia and i managed one of their retail outlets for them and the staff in that outlet were volunteers Right, okay. So did you see in them as they came to volunteer that that they were getting something out of it as well as what they were giving? Exactly. So some of the volunteers were obliged because of various circumstances, but there was a lady, Mary, who really stands out in my memory, and she volunteered purely by choice. She didn't have to do this. She had lived in the area. She was 80 years old, and she chose to give the business uh, a one day a week of her time and she was incredibly friendly super duper chatty like a real grandma like think Mm. of the most lovely squishy grandma you can think of (laughs) that was mary very chatty very reliable and very hard working but very nervous about technology okay like a lot of us (laughs) absolutely yes so that was her weak point and when i arrived I wanted all the staff to know all the jobs so that we were all sort of independent and sort of skilled up for what we were doing. So she would typically avoid doing the FPOS transactions at the till and she would she would talk to the customer, she would get them up to the counter and then she would skittle off <laughs> and give the transaction process to another member of staff. And I wanted her to learn how to use the FPOS machine. And she would get to the machine and she'd get all panicky and hyperventilate and say that she wasn't good about that kind of thing. So I went through just a couple of steps just to change her attitude towards it. So the first thing was, I said, look, the first thing you do is just stay calm, like calm down. If other people can do this, you can do this too. So number one, calm down. The second thing I asked her to realize was that the machine was actually on her side. The technology is there to help you. It's not the enemy. It's Mm. here to help. When you think of it as the enemy, you get tense and confused. When you think of it, well, it must be here to help, whether that's a hand mixer from 100 years ago or an FPOS machine today, all technology is actually designed to help you. So Mm. she thought she had a little think about that. And then I pointed out to her that on the machine, all the instructions she needed were actually on the screen. Right, so she could follow that. She could follow that. So she'd never noticed that before because she was mm. so panicky. But mm. I said, look look at the Just screen. Just look at it, yeah. Here's the three options you have at the beginning. Which one do you want? Make a sale. Okay, mm. off you go. And each time she pressed a button, the next button that came up gave her more options and eventually she could do a FPOS transaction. So after about two weeks, she could do it without somebody standing next to her, calming her down and, and taking her through the process. And eventually I left that that work, that position. And when I was doing that, she made a point of coming up to me and saying, you know, and we got along about lots of different things, had lots of conversations about different things. But she made a point of saying, I really want to thank you 
for getting me to do that particular thing, for getting me to do the FPOS machine. Mm. It's really made me feel more confident. I feel proud of myself that I can now do something I refused to do before. Right, yeah, so very empowering, really, and uh, yeah. It, it yeah. really is, and it's actually something that psychologists call a self-expansion experience. Right. I know, I know, and we've got a name for everything. We've got, we've got a label for everything. So a self-expansion experience, as you can imagine, is something that expands who you are. It makes you a bigger person, learning a new skill, making a new friend, having a new attitude mm. even is what's mm. called a self-expansion mm. experience. Mm. And these self-expansion experiences, psychologists know, are one of the key routes to deep happiness. Right. Okay, so I, I guess it's, as much as anything else, it's the human interaction with other, other people, isn't it, that really brings the reward? It, it is. So I- interacting with others is another form of self-expansion. We have to go beyond ourselves, beyond our own perspective, see things from other people's points of view, listen, consider others. So if you're, when you're on your own in a room, it's all about you. As soon as someone else comes in, there's you and the other person to take into account. So you have to expand to a certain extent. And these self-expansion experiences are the way that we find a deeper sense of happiness, a more permanent sense of happiness, mm. less transitory. And also other people valuing you. I guess. Of course. So can you imagine if, if somebody has lots of knowledge and lots of skills and lots of abilities, they're gracious, there's a sense of largesse about them, hmm. that, that they are an expanded person from when they arrived on the planet, they're a more appealing person, aren't they, to be near? Absolutely. Hmm. But if, if you're looking to volunteer, maybe people want to do that in the new year, are there any guidance as to what you should be volunteering in? Well, I think there's a lot of choice, isn't there? There's, there is. there's so many charities and good causes. Absolutely. I th- the first thing I think is actually to make sure it's convenient. Don't make it difficult on yourself to do it. it a volunteer, as a, as a someone who's engaged volunteers, I want someone to be reliable. So you know, if they're coming every Monday, they come every Monday. Not you know, oh, it's a bit of a long drive now. I've realised that. So the first thing is make it convenient so that you can commit to something regular and be a reliable volunteer. Right, yeah. Otherwise, they're not going to want you, are they? I can't rely on you, and we no. Even though you're not getting paid, nonetheless, you need to be reliable you, 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 because the organisation needs that reliability to keep it going. Absolutely, yeah. and so and not one, letting people down. Exactly. So it's, you're not giving something if you make it more inconvenient for others to work around you. So make make your volunteering convenient for you. I think the next obvious thing is. Ob- you know, something you would personally enjoy if you love gardening. There's lots of gardens out there looking for volunteers, if it's children, if it's animals. Mm. You know, really find out, think about what you would enjoy doing on a regular basis. Yeah, maybe more than just your favourite charity necessarily. Absolutely. So mm. you, maybe you do like the guide dogs for the blind, but I don't know, maybe you don't want to be a guide dog walker. Um, you, I say you might enjoy gardening in particular, and there might be one half a mile down the road you could even walk to. So that ticks both boxes, convenient and something mm. you would actually enjoy doing. Yeah. So, yeah, really, really research what you want to do and make sure you want to do it. Absolutely. And then look out for these self-expansion opportunities. Get you you want something out of this too. That's okay. That's perfectly okay. doesn't make you any less noble that you want something out of this so you're looking for self-expansion you're looking for opportunities to meet new people learn new things gain skills that you didn't have a month ago 
Right. I suppose conversely, the other thing where maybe somebody may be, say, newly retired has got particular skills from business that mm. can apply to a charity. Mm. I don't know, you might be an accountant and be able to do their accounts for them or Absolutely. whatever it might be. So it's not just the frontline obvious thing. So if, you're, if you love donkeys, you don't necessarily have to go to the donkey sanctuary. Mm. You can call the donkey charity and say, look, I'm really good at admin or accounting or marketing or Facebook and offer the behind-the-scenes assistance they may need, as well as the obvious front-line mm, things. Yeah, and I guess particularly those who have got more time, maybe, say, the newly retired. Mm. It's a way of making uh, new acquaintances and friends. I mean, when you leave work, you tend to you know, lose a lot of people that you see every day and have built friendships up with or that, relationships. Exactly, and, and it, that goes to that concept, again, of self-expansion. You've, there's a sense of contraction, of loss when you retire. I'm less than I was. Well, how can I be more than mm. I was as a retiree? Can I be a more important member of society no more people no more things mm. yeah and if you're younger obviously there are things you can do maybe outside of work hours as well but mm. again as you say make sure it's something you've got the time to do and convenient for you absolutely be reliable you don't have to volunteer uh, at all if you don't want to in as much as if you're at the stage of your life where you're building up your own stable base that's fine. That's fine. Make sure you have a stable base for yourself so that when you do give, you can give. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I'm sure you're going to have a lot more on your blog about this. I will. <laughs> so my, my blog online is com. There's lots of blog articles about all kinds of interesting things about psychology. And it's also where people who want relationship counselling can contact me through the website. Great stuff, Valerie. Well, thank you very much for that. Give me some good ideas, maybe for the new year. Mm-hmm. Look out for that volunteer opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a good Christmas. Thank you. And I think we hope to see you next Friday afternoon. I will look forward to it. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you, Valerie.